Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. I used to think that each new generation of workers was pretty much like the last one, at least in big ways. We all want more money, more praise, more interesting work, and colleagues who are pleasant enough to join for a sandwich at lunchtime. Yet last week I started to wonder if 20-year-olds might be something different altogether. I had a conversation with a young man who, far from sharing sandwiches with his colleagues, has never even met them. He doesn't talk to them on the phone either. Instead, Jamie Holmes has spent the last two years interacting with his bosses and with the people he recruits and trains entirely by text message and email. What is even more peculiar is that he doesn't think this arrangement is remotely strange. His description of how he and his team get along sounds rather good. They trust each other, they believe strongly in their shared project and feel loyalty to their employer, an online strategy video game developer. They exchange small talk and gossip. He says he knows them well and gets on with some better than others, yet he feels no desire to clap eyes on any of them. Mr Holmes is not a weirdo or a recluse. He's a clever, sociable young man who's doing a degree at Durham University and spends lots of time with actual humans. Yet he would quite happily pass his whole working life without ever going to an office or seeing anyone. When I protested that I could not conceive of conducting any business at all if I hadn't seen the whites of the other person's eyes, he seemed mystified. It was hard to tell which of us was more baffled by the other. If Mr Holmes is even slightly representative of his generation, this is a mighty shift. It means that virtual working, something that everyone got terribly excited about ten years ago, but which has only occurred at the margin, might one day happen properly. It could mean that workplaces really will vanish, and so will business travel. What is new about Mr Holmes' generation is not that it grew up on texts and Facebook, The real difference comes from playing video games, during which people happily bond with faceless strangers for hours on end. I've just been scaring myself watching a TED talk given by a Californian game designer called Jane McGonagall. She says that a dedicated gamer will have spent 10,000 hours playing by the time they turn 21, exactly the same amount of time they will have spent in formal education. While at their screens, four miraculous things happen to gamers that don't happen when they're slouching about in the real world. First, they become urgently optimistic, beset by a desire to win. Second, they bond tightly, as those who play together are more inclined to like and trust each other. Third, it makes them happy stakhanovites, sitting at their screens for hours in a state of focused bliss. And finally, it furnishes them with some sort of epic purpose, quite alien to people of my age. What interests me about these four states is that they are precisely the things that make for a model employee, 
an optimistic, idealistic team worker who is blissfully happy to slave away all day and all night. Indeed, if only some way could be found to make the working world a bit more like World of Warcraft, then not only would offices vanish, so would all problems of morale, disaffection and sloppiness. The idea of work as video game might not be as far off as you think. In fact, quite a few big companies are already dabbling in gaming to try to inject a bit more oomph into their staff. IBM, Deloitte and SAS have already made their own video games for training and some are reporting big productivity improvements. Yet before I get too carried away with this high-tech utopia, a couple of other things occur to me. From observing the excessive gaming that goes on under my own roof, I can't help noticing that video games also make people lazy, grumpy, aggressive and addicted to instant gratification. They also make you woefully inefficient. You feel productive while achieving precisely nothing. And most dangerous of all, they make you think that you can do things you can't, like be a global ruler or score goals like Robin Van Persie, when actually you're too unfit to run round the block. But now I think of it, these traits, aggression, inefficiency, laziness and overconfidence, aren't entirely alien to our own working world. So maybe the new version of The Office, run by the gaming generation, won't be all that different after all. It will be good and bad, just as it is now. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.